Hi, y'all. This is Shaman Starlight, a modern-day Shaw woman and spiritual life guide. My specialty is helping identify and bridge your life path and soul path, utilizing my connections with the divine, guided and protected by God and Goddess, and being gifted with the abilities as a psychic intuitive and medium. Do you trust your gut, your instincts? Have you ever listened to the small signs that provide you with the intuition that something just ain't right? I know I can hear my mother's voice saying, ain't, ain't in the dictionary, ain't, ain't a word, but I believe it fits in this context. My community of therapists, healers, lightworkers, psychics, and mediums We are all trying to help individuals with connecting to their own spirituality, their own power to believe in themselves. And in turn, we are blessed with growing positively, spiritually, ourselves. I make sure that I commit to honesty and integrity with those I encounter and encourage that they experience all forms of spiritual guidance and teachings from different individuals that they feel a connection to. Messages come in all forms, and you cannot stay protected without information to help with coming to your own conclusions. There is no document of formality for one's code of conduct or ethics, but it is the responsibility of those who identify with the ability to do the work honestly, with integrity to not take advantage, to be genuine, not fraudulent. This is why I bring it up. I got a message from a client, and we'll call her Renee, a fellow generational witch. She asked me if I knew what astrological cleansing was. I had heard of astrological immersion, the deep dive into your psyche by way of your astrological sign. But nope, never heard of that one. I took both the words and tried to figure out what they meant. Astrology is what signs you were born under. And cleansing, well, that's self-explanatory. But I had never encountered this specific method or reasoning. So I looked it up. First, we need to take a quick break, and then I will explain. Taking care of your mental health is just as important as your physical health. At Columbia Wellness, we offer behavior health care for all ages. From telehealth counseling to inpatient addiction care, we offer the level of support your mind needs. Don't wait to enjoy life again. Give us a call at 360-423-0203. At Columbia Wellness, your wellness is our passion. So after looking up the word astrological cleansing, I didn't see anything specific. But I did see ways to cleanse your energy, like grounding techniques, shaman baths or salt baths, Hertz frequency therapies, which I have talked about a bit. And each of these methods, free to learn, free to use. So then I called Renee and asked if this had to do with Reiki. My cousin is a Reiki master and I trust her with my energy field. So I was going to give my cousin a call to find out what the process was. That way, Renee could be apprised of the techniques. Instead, she indicated that a psychic she met gave her a reading, 
and told her that she needed an astrological cleanse because, and here's the kicker, she had a curse. (laughs) Yeah, curse. Immediately, I could hear the ancestors in my DNA shouting fraud. No one is cursed. We may have given our power to someone or something and need to learn how to cut cords or walk away or learn how to identify succubus or energy vampires. We may even need smudging, holy water, salt. Yes, there are reasons why your energy is drained, but cursed, no, won't accept that. I will, however, state claim to the fact that in the past, I have known how to summon dark thoughts and energy, but all that did was keep me in the dark, angry, sad, depressed, resentful, jealous, you know, the crap we put on ourselves because of what we wish we hadn't done. We humans are looking for ways to identify what ails us. We are seeking whatever positive ways we can find that suits us with finding our own power. And to be honest, the word curse is just a fraudulent way of making more money, like passing around the collection plate for the sixth time. And then Renee said, for $95, the curse could be lifted. Ah, yeah, there it is. I instantly responded, damn carnies. And a few other choice phrases and words throughout the duration of our conversation. But then I did say a prayer that they may see the light and live more authentically. Hopefully sending a message throughout the universe to God and goddess, to divine. Why did she ask me about it? Because Renee had a gut feeling This was BS, and as far as I'm concerned, she was right to listen to her intuition. Don't disregard your gut instinct. Don't dismiss those signs that say, this ain't right. And even if you have concerns or questions, do your own research. Do not feel compelled to throw down money because of fear. I'm 99% sure you will regress backwards because I have. Feelings of being taken advantage will stop you in your tracks during your path to enlightenment. Been there, done that. It is inevitable that one moment where your trust has been taken advantage of can break you. Learn from it. Move forward. You are worth it. Uh, Now that I have that off my chest, let's celebrate. So... This weekend, I started to observe the blessings of Imbolc. It's spelled I-M-B-O-L-C. This pagan holiday is acknowledged on February 1st, when each and every day, the light is literally longer for us. We are halfway through what we've harvested for our winter months and are excited for the upcoming spring. It's also the acknowledgement of the healer, Bridget. Irish-Scottish goddess of spring, fertility, and life. In Christianity, we celebrated St. Brigid of Kadari, a nun who weaved a cross from the wheat stalks while sitting on the floor beside a dying pagan chieftain. It was said that as she weaved, she spoke to him of Christianity, and before his passing, he asked to be baptized. Hmm, wait a minute. Bridget. 
St. Bridget. Hmm. Now, do you remember weaving Bridget's Cross in church or making a corn husk doll in public school? Because I do. So take a look and do the research for yourself. We also celebrate February 2nd as Candlemas, asking that our candles be blessed and placed on our home altars at the foot of the Virgin Mary. It had been traditionally the day that the clergy would bless and distribute candles needed for winter. <clears throat> Depending on the weather, would more or less candles be needed at this point in time? Also on February 2nd, in the United States, we celebrate Groundhog's Day. When Punxsutawney Phil emerges from his den, does he see his shadow? Will we have six more weeks of winter? This is actually a spillover from Candlemas. German lore celebrated with hedgehogs. But when they immigrated to the U.S., specifically in Pennsylvania, they switched to groundhogs because, well, there were a lot of them. No hedgehogs. Instead of using candles, they used groundhogs. Funny how things crisscross. So how do I celebrate? First, I heat cinnamon, apple, and orange peels on my fired-up wood stove. Fire is used to celebrate Goddess Bridget, bringing in the sun. Cinnamon and fruit is for abundance and prosperity. Plus, my house smells awesome. Then, I stand barefoot in the grass after hopefully finding a patch of sunlight. I look up and give thanks. Next, immerse myself in a salt bath, listening to music with a hertz frequency of 963. That will help activate both my intuition and higher self. Then to my altar, I light my frankincense and myrrh. It's used in both religious and spiritual ceremonies to clear negative energy. I place the Virgin Mary, a 15-year-old gifted corn husk doll, and my goddess Bridget doll with her golden wheat cross pin, a gift from my cousin. In a small bowl with a bed of salt for protection, I place two candles. One I have scribed with a nail, the negative of myself I wish to release. The other, the positive of myself I wish to grow stronger. Around them, I tie a piece of twine balancing both my light and my dark. And then I light both candles, asking God and goddess to help me release the darkness and ask for more enlightenment. This makes it possible that even if I am sent negative energy, I will not absorb it. Instead, it will spin into the disco ball until clean, positive, and sent back to where it came from. I always pray to my angels to help me with this. Then I make a promise to pay attention to the signs. That way, I don't need the universe to slap me upside the head making me pay attention. You know what I'm talking about, right? Adding to my altar, my favorite crystals and these daisy seed packets, fruits from Mother Earth. And then <clears throat> we make sure to treat our fur baby with a cupcake. Also dropping a cupcake down the hole at the base of the rose bush, because you know the fairies need treats too. The finality to my celebration, 
I will be furthering my knowledge and refreshing my grounding chakra by staying attuned of the Earth's energy with my like-minded community. A free video class offered by a medicine man, a spiritual shaman with messages from Pacamama, the Andes goddess, Incan Earth Mother. Whatever way you celebrate this time of year, stay true to yourself. Don't be afraid to seek your truth. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day.